everyone to another episode of November. It's your girl I used to check it in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, today, guys, I want to talk about um, rebuilding. Um, <clears throat> when I talk about rebuilding, I'm talking about from a perspective of first you have to examine what it is that's been broken down. You have to examine where is the breach in the relationship where is the breach and and when I say relationship I don't necessarily mean like a romantic relationship and it could be that if you have one um I'm saying where's the breach within your relationship with yourself and your relationship with God your if you're a mother or a father where's the breach in the relationship with your children um and so forth so for me I've been focused on since last year just rebuilding and reconnecting in a way sometimes you have to separate yourself from people and situations to get clarity and then come back and try things again with a with a different approach and always being humble enough to listen and be teachable and and vice versa for the people that you're connected with as well as uh also knowing to set boundaries and to when to stand and be firm so um for me, um, whew, it's been like a year since I have not lived in the same household with my children. So um, that was a big change for me uh, in comparison to where I was last year when I first decided to just drop everything, regroup, um, and just be uh, in a place where my children were not like uh, still in a, uh, in a way like breastfeeding if you follow what I'm saying or leaning on me so much so uh in doing that even though it was it was needed it was stressful for me mentally it it was like mental anguish because I felt like you know um I felt like uh in some ways I felt like a failure in some ways I also felt like okay um you said you were not going to be that mom. So what are you doing? And and I felt like, okay, you know what? If you don't teach them to work their plan A, like there is no plan B, they will never learn how to survive. They will never learn how to be accountable and responsible and to handle life and to be a, uh, a productive person. Um, they will never learn how to be the the lender instead of the borrower they will always be um the person who is in dire need of something because they don't know how to stand on their own two feet so in dealing with that I was just you know like I said there was uh, a lot of questioning myself there was a lot of um the relationship between my children and myself it was strange it was really um it was really like uh frustrating for me and it was really one of those situations to where um, I didn't know if we would come back from it or not, or would we just be always have that elephant in the room mentality, like oh, walking around on eggshells or whatever around each other. So <clears throat> in doing that, I sought, uh, I started, I started seeing a therapist. Um, I started, you know, telling her, you know, my story from beginning as a young child up into motherhood, divorce, and everything else major that happened in my life. And um, 
in that particular situation, I realized that, uh, she helped me realize that considering you weren't giving the tools that you needed to be, uh, a, a young, to develop into a young woman because you had to be responsible for yourself at a very early age because you were part of the system. Um, and so it was one of those things to where all these, these, um, what do you call it? These, uh, you know how you deduct these deductions? Like when you, you, uh, you, I forgot what it's called. When you, um, I don't know if it's like when you do like the surveys that they have you do, and then they have you tally up the points and you deduct this and you deduct that. So in my mind as a parent and, and, you know, I was doing like my own deduction. I was taking away from myself and, and deducting and giving myself bad grades as a parent. Um, because I felt like I could do this better, I could do that better. But in, in actuality, I never had the proper example on how to do anything. So I was just basing it on how someone else's actions towards me as a child was and how it made me feel. And I said, oh, well, I won't do that. I'll do something different. I'll treat my children different. I won't, you know, constantly yell, cuss, fuss, and beat my children. I'll talk to them. I'll, I'll communicate with them. So I'm like a big communicator and my children just really would prefer to just get their butt whipped or be disciplined in whatever way versus having the lecture of a lifetime. So um, it was like, um, I just felt like, um, I'm sorry, I got off task. Oh, this is what I was saying. So basically I wasn't taught the things. I didn't uh, have those characteristics of a young woman and, and how to be motherly and all these things. Um, I had to learn things on my own. I learned from people's bad examples of how I didn't want to be treated, what I didn't want to do. Um, so much so that it created a sense of enablement with my children and like a crutch in a way for them to totally rely on me, even past the phase of, you know, things where they should be coming into their own opinions. So, um, long story short, I, I've been... Uh, we've been doing better than we were when this this breach in our relationship first. So um, now we're in a process of rebuilding. And I'm just like, okay, Lord, how do I rebuild? I see some of my friends with their children. I see some of my family with their family members with their children, you know, cousins and things like that. And it's like, you know what? Their relationships seem to be it's celebratory. It's, you know, close-knit. Not saying that people don't have issues, but it's like they're showing up in life. And I'm quite sure it was a long stretch to get there. But it's like, it, it, it inspires me. And so I was just like, okay, Lord, I'm praying for myself. I'm praying for myself. I'm praying for my children. I'm praying for my siblings um, because I've had, you know, uh, strange relationships with my siblings as well. Some of my siblings. And it's like, okay, Lord, I... I want my family reconciled to, uh, I want us reconciled back to each other. I want us restored. So I was just like, okay, Father, how do we do that? How do, how do we repair the breach? So if I had to give this a name, a title, I would say, uh, it would be either rebuilding or repair the breach. So, um, but yeah, so it's like, how do we rebuild? It's like, you have to identify where the issue is. And some people might not be um, aware 
and then there are people who don't want to acknowledge and it's their choice not to acknowledge but it's good to be aware and and on top of that it's just like okay so um if we're at a place where we're at a standstill and we can't communicate and what do we do at that point so i've just been in this, this place where i'm just like i'm praying i even made some prayer boards for um my children and um, making prayer boards for my family and myself and other little things that God told me to do and um, it's like uh, it's, it's so peaceful because it's like I take solace in knowing that um, well I take comfort in knowing that whatever the word of God says about my situation I have faith I believe and I trust God for that and I trust that whatever his plan is even if his plan doesn't line up with what I prayed, um, it's not to do any harm, it's to do good. There's a benefit that whatever God does for us or allows to happen to us um, or does through us, it's beneficial. It's, per- it, it's permissible. He, he allowed it to happen and it's beneficial in some way, shape, or form. And um, I'm, I'm taking comfort in that. So it's like, okay. How do I rebuild? So I rebuild through praying. I rebuild, I rebuild through speaking um, and prophesying over my life and my children's life and my family's life. I am rebuilding through affirmation. Um, I'm rebuilding through uh, writing down things and speaking it to speaking those things into existence. That's how I'm rebuilding. So it's not necessarily that I have to be in front of that individual to start the rebuilding process, I have to do the background. I have to lay the foundation. So if I'm laying that foundation in prayer in front of God, if I'm laying that foundation by reciting and believing and trusting and resting in the if I'm laying that foundation by spending quiet time with God and praying for my children, praying for my family, and just resting in the fact that, you know, as I listen to my, my gospel music and and, and my gospel vibe music because I have like a lot of uh, playlists and that just each one is for the occasion to soothe whatever it is in that moment whether it is to rest and listen to worship instrumental music whether it is to have words uh, songs with words and listen to those lyrics and really as I'm singing those lyrics and I'm reciting those lyrics I'm speaking those things over my family and myself whatever it is God has told me to do so it's like um, I'm rebuilding through that process so when the time comes to meet with my children and engage with my children I'm already prepared I've already been prepared in prayer God has already gone before the Holy Spirit is gone so that means that my conversation is locked that I'm focused that when I'm talking to my children and, and I'm listening to their needs or whatever's going on or just having laughter and moments with my children I'm I'm, I'm content. I'm not reaching for extra, doing too much. I'm just content in that moment because some people, I have to realize that some people aren't where I am and that reaching for too much too soon while you're trying to rebuild, it can be frightening for some people and it will cause them to shrink back. And we don't want that. We want growth. So it's like you have to go at the pace and the cadence of the Holy Spirit when, when you're doing these things. And it's like in the rebuilding process, Things have been occurring and it's just been the blessing of God to be able to have conversation when uh, like a year ago we weren't able to have conversation. We weren't able to be brutally honest and to be firm 
and to laugh at our mistakes and our jokes. We weren't able to do those things, but thanks to the God who always causes us to triumph that we're able to do those things now. So I just want to encourage you that as you're in the rebuilding process, as you're doing things over, and while some things may seem redundant or repetitive and you just get tired or you may see it seems exhausting emotionally and mentally, keep pushing. And the days that you feel like you can't get it done or in the days you feel like you, you you won't have the right response and you can't be a great communicator or or a very good listener, just allow your just turn on some worship music. Allow yourself to rest in in the shadow of the Almighty. I've been listening to uh, transformation uh, worship, and so it's like this song that they have, and it, it's uh, I believe it's Psalm 91 that they're singing from. And it says, "He who dwells in the uh, he who dwells in the place of the Most High God shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty." I think I quoted that. And in in, in the song that he's singing, he says, "Here is holy." So it's like as you're resting in God, as you're trust, you you learn to trust more in God and and less in yourself, in your own capabilities. And it's just like I, I keep. <laughs> In my mind, I keep like uh, when Angela Bassett said, "If God before me, who can be against me?" And it was just her, her demeanor when she said, "Who like who has the audacity to go up against what God said about me and my children and my family and 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 my future?" And and I try to keep that perspective. So it's like, who can come against you as you're rebuilding? You're rebuilding everything that God has told you to do. So who can win? nobody and and I have to keep that perspective and I'm going to advise you to keep that perspective as well that who who can stand against us not not one person not one and it's just like if God gave his stamp of approval like in I think it's numbers six I want to say it's 22 through 24 it talks about the blessings of God and I put this on my prayer board for my children and it says and, and it's the song that's called The Blessing you should check it out if you haven't heard it I think it's Carrie Joe and um, I want to say Elevation Worship and it says um, it says the, May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you may the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace so it's like and God turned his face towards you and giving you yeah, his approval, like giving you the thumbs up. It's like, who can go against that? Who, 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 who can win? No one. And so that's the perspective that we have to keep while we're rebuilding whatever it is God told us to rebuild. That the perspective is that I've already won. It's already done. And I just have to make, I, no one can take it. God can change his plan at any time, but whatever he decides to do, it's not going to be anything that is going to hurt or harm myself or my children or my future. So it's like either way it goes, I've won. You've won. We've already won. If that's who we're trusting and believing in. So it's this, um, it's the it's the perspective of it all is what I'm coming to learn. It's like you know when the Bible says, "Let this mind be in you that's in Christ Jesus," and that we we have to be renewed by our mind. So it's like. I, my mind, the mind is, uh, the battlefield of the mind is something else. You have to 
be mindful of your thoughts. Are your thoughts lining up with what God told you? Are your thoughts lining up with what the word of God? Are your thoughts focused on? Are, are they based on peace? Are they based on affirmations? Are they based on holiness and, and great character? Um, what, are, what are your thoughts? So it's like you have to um, remember. I was taught in church that it's rehearsing your hearing and dominates your thinking. So you have to be mindful of what you look at. You have to be mindful of who you're talking, uh, talking to, who you're listening to. You have to be mindful of the music. Uh, you have to be mindful of every, as my sis would always say, guard your gates. You have to be mindful of your gates. You have to have the Holy Spirit guard your gates, uh, your ears, your, your your eyes, your nose, your smell, your touch, um, your taste, your everything. It's just like, okay, Lord, God, Holy Spirit, help me. And it's like in doing those things, if you're rebuilding, you're rebuilding on a stronger foundation. So that means that what you, the Bible even tells us that what you do for God is the only thing that, that will last, that will stand. So it's like, as you're, and God is for family, and God is for love. So it's like, as you're rebuilding those things, um, it's, it's going to stand. It's like, uh, and you know, like and when I say my prayers, guys, I always say, you know, God, above whatever I'm thinking, whatever I'm hoping for, let your good and perfect will, your good and perfect will be done for me, my children, my family, and you know, and everybody that's divinely connected to me in whatever way, shape, or form. And you know, that's that's just what we have to focus on. So as always, I just want to encourage if you're in the rebuilding phase, don't get discouraged. It may not look like what you want it to look like right now, but don't you dare give up. Don't do it. I promise you, don't don't dare give up. Because God is not a liar. So um, if he told you that your family is going to be reconciled to your family, your, your husband, your wife, your children, whatever it is, then you do your part. You do the work that is required of you. And wait for it to manifest. So as always, I want to encourage you guys to always be the greatest version of yourself. Um, stay safe and God bless.